Ladies and gentlemen, he hath returned. The one, the only Parker Thune, back from Brent's presser, which you heard live right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Anything stand out to you at the uh, presser today? <laughs> Steely, they almost had to wheel me into this studio with two torn Achilles tendons. Really? What happened? What tripped well, as you I, up? As I'm leaving the press conference, it's obviously a very wet, muddy day, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm walking out of Brent Venable's press conference, walking out of the stadium alongside Drake Dyken. And we get to the parking lot. And you basically have two options when you get to the Duck Pond area parking lot at Oklahoma as you're walking from the stadium. You can beeline it through one of the seams in the hedges, but you kind of have to go up over a little bit of a slope and back down. Or there's a little walkway that's kind of circuitous, but that will take you on a paved flat path to the other side. So you went the hedges route. So Drake, being the intelligent man that he is, decided to just take the walkway. I, being the less intelligent man that I am, decided to take my chances going up and down this little ridge. And with as much rain as has fallen overnight and on into the morning, it had grown very, very slippery and very muddy. So I tried to do one of those things where like, you kind of you tiptoe it, try to put as as little weight as possible on the one foot and kind of vault yourself over the muddy part. I It was like that scene in Charlie Brown where they're on the waterbed and it's just going up and down and up and down. It's just like it's vibrating underneath them. Vibrating isn't the right word. It's waving underneath them. And this probably lasted for five seconds, but – it felt like an eternity. It felt like 20 minutes. I don't know how I stayed on my feet. Somehow I did not lose my footing. Oh, so you didn't but take a spill. It, I did, I I did not we take were a spill. To a spill. I, I got to the bottom of the ridge with both of my shoes completely caked in mud and some very stiff soreness in my calves. Hmm. So no major injuries to report, at least not that I'm aware of. But uh, got to the bottom and reconvened with Drake and said, Drake, we knew you were a much smarter man than I am, but this confirms it. Well, the uh, the duck pond can be very treacherous, very, very slippery. So I'm just glad you're all right and survived Me too. That. Me too. All right. Uh, the running back situation is apparently so dire now. We're getting the uh, Emeka Megwa questions again. Oh, gosh. Is the running back Megwa hurt? Just wondering why we haven't heard anything with him. Yes, because he is hurt and not playing in 2023. Honestly, I, much as I hate to say it, I mentioned this before. It's a former four-star kid out of high school. Ton of talent. Big frame for a running back. Significant knee injury. Significant knee injury to the point where he might he might not play a down of Power 5 football. Ever. I mean, next thing you know, I, Jacob Gutierrez still got a year. I mean, it's <laughs> it's they're, they're ready. Uh, Gavin Sawchuk had a little breakout last week. Didn't start very good, but it ended uh, impressively for Gavin Sawchuk. Tawi Walker, Brent announced, and we, we all kind of thought this, that Tommy Walker will be back this week. Yes. Uh, Devin Neal has been a beast for Kansas, averaging almost seven and a half yards per carry. Just uh, 
just Devin Neal by himself has outrushed uh, Tommy Walker and Marcus Major by about 125 yards. So we'll see what's going to happen. I don't know. Is there going to be a point where we just think, you know, the running game is what it is? You know what this feels like? I remember back in, oh, this is probably 2008, 2009, when the NFL, most NFL organizations, most NFL franchises were still leaning more heavily towards the run than the pass when it came to their play calling splits. The average split was like 55-45 in favor of the run. So the NFL was still a very run-heavy league. And then here came the New Orleans Saints with Drew Brees at the helm. And there was a span of two or three years before everybody else caught on. The Lions started throwing a ton, and the Giants started throwing a ton, and the Broncos, once they got Peyton Manning, started throwing the ball a ton. But there was a point where the Saints were throwing the ball on like a 65-35 split when most everybody else in the NFL was favoring the run on a 55-45 type of basis. And the Saints had virtually no backfield presence whatsoever. You knew they weren't trying to establish the run. But (laughs) they won a lot of football games Mm -hmm. behind Drew Brees' arm. They won a Super Bowl. And so it reminds me of that where we've just all kind of come to the understanding that, well, Oklahoma wins this football game. Odds are it's not going to be on the strength of the running. The bizarre thing about it is everybody remembers the Cheez-It Bowl last year when they were playing a lot of backup linemen, and they had both Barnes and Sawchuck go over 100 yards. It was kind of Sawchuck's, you know, he'd been injured a lot last year, but you thought, man, we knew he was fast. He had burst. He was running through some tackles. He looked really good. And, again, maybe we'll see uh, more of Gavin Sawchuck coming up this week. But maybe it is what it is. We'll find out. And, uh, you know, getting, like, McCade Mattire back could be big, too. I thought they missed him last week. I thought Caden Green looked pretty good. The other guard spot, mm, um, not maybe not so much. But it's going to be interesting, and the weather's going to be interesting in Lawrence. 47 degrees at kick, going to be overcast, potentially some rain. It could be kind of an ugly day there. So what is your confidence level at for Oklahoma over the next couple weeks? Because clearly if they play like they did last week against UCF, and give them credit again because when the game was on the line, they found a way again. But what about these next couple weeks? Now – Kansas, again, not very good defensively. The OSU game is going to be you are facing a situation where you could have an eternity of OSU fans coming at you with that final score of the last ever Bedlam game. Exactly. So you well, better get your act together for Stillwater, too, because it's going to be tough. And that's why that game is a must win, because not only is it the last Bedlam and who knows how long, but if Oklahoma State happens to win that football game, oh, not only are those poke the fans, end of it, not ever. only are those poke fans going to be able to hold that over your head for decades to come, but they're also going to be able to say, ha! "You remember the last year we ever played Bedlam? We got throttled by South Alabama on our home field." And then turned around and beat you suckers. Well, and not only that, you'll be hearing the SEC chants in your dreams for years. So they've got to lock in these next two weeks. I think the next two weeks are really going to tell how it goes down, whether or not they run the table or not. And, again, they've got to play clearly better than last week. I think they will. 
But Kansas, very dangerous offensively, and Oklahoma State's playing with a lot of confidence right now. Ollie Gordon has been spectacular. Mike Gundy, you know, the uh, who knows what in the wide, wide world of sports he was doing early in the year. But guess what? They figured it out. They have figured it out. Now, again, I don't think the defense is anything to fear, but the Sooners have got You can't go mess around and have the kind of offensive inconsistency they had last week. And you certainly can't have the busts that they had, particularly like a veteran like Woody Washington had in the UCF game. Yeah, again, those are the types of things that maybe they didn't hurt you against UCF, but you play an opponent that has more talent across the board, that is better coached, that is less averse, or I, I should say more averse to mistakes. You're not going to be able to dig yourself out of that hole as easily. Sooner Soldier says... If OU is going to lose a game this season, this game against Kansas will be the one if they have their QB1. It doesn't, I don't think Daniel's going to play. Do you? I mean, Leipold left it lingering out there. I don't know. Do you think we're going to see uh, Daniels at all Saturday? What would your guess be? I don't have a guess because it's been such a bizarre situation. It has. With his injury deal. Oklahoma hasn't lost to Kansas since 1997, Steely. That was before I was alive. I have never witnessed a loss to the Kansas Jayhawks. But we've seen the Sooners. Well, I guess the way to phrase it is, we've seen some long series winning streaks come to an end in the Brent Venables era. You think back to West Virginia, to Texas Tech. There is precedent for the Sooners' win streak against a given opponent coming to an end. Now, granted, that was in 2022, and this team seems to have turned a major corner from 2022 to 2023. But, man, it's it's not going to be good for the brand. Not going to be good for the brand if you lose for the first time in a quarter century to Kansas or you lose the final bedlam to Oklahoma State after they were absolutely – taken behind the woodshed by South Alabama Yeah, no at doubt. that very same venue earlier this year. Next two weeks again, uh, I think are going to tail the tail. I think they can win at Provo. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Then the home games, you know, I think they'll take care of business in those. So I think the next uh, next two games, obviously gigantic for, uh, for OU. Okay, 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. We're going to get to as many texts as we can when we get back. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Hang in there if we haven't got to yours yet. We're going to try our very best. Coming right back, right here, ladies and gentlemen, on a Tuesday edition of Steel Man and Thune, on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. All right, one more segment for our first hour. Mike Steely, Parker Thune with you here on the Home of Sooner Fans, Ref Radio Network on a Tuesday. Sooners in Kansas coming up at 11 a.m. on Fox. Big noon kickoff straight into the Oklahoma-Kansas game and, again, uh, the pregame show with Darren Lawrence. So a big day for Jayhawk fans. The Sooners are a 10-point favorite in this matchup. All right, we got a bunch of texts to get to. On the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. So, Parker, let's try and get to as many as we can right here. Oh, boy, here's the man that claims to be Big Game Boomer again. Big Game Boomer, allegedly, says, If we want to be a true championship team, we should want 
To play the absolute best Kansas they can put on the field, beating weak teams proves nothing. I agree with you, Big Game Boomer, because you know who beat weak teams? You know who beats weak teams? Mule Shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about Mule Shoe running from responsibility again? <laughs> I mean, it's just it's so the, He's running the same playbook he ran in 2021, man. I know. Exact same thing. You don't even need a Connor Stallions <laughs> to be able to sniff this one out. All right. Uh, what else do we have? Sooner Smitty says, I'm more worried about Kansas than OSU. Mobile quarterbacks at KU will be big trouble. Bowman at OSU is not a dual threat. I Yeah, Sooner Smitty. I think the environment in Stillwater and Ollie Gordon are the uh, the main things to worry about because that, in, that environment, again, is going to be absolutely insane. So, But I agree with you uh, from a quarterback standpoint. And Oklahoma's pretty good against the run. But, yeah, Alan Bowman is, uh, is about as far away from Michael Vick as you can get. From a 405 listener, it's all a conspiracy. Daniels will play. What do you think? I don't know. Somebody was asking, didn't you see on his Instagram he's got a countdown clock? I, I have more things going on in my life than to worry about <laughs> Jalen Daniels' freaking Instagram account. I'm glad that you do. That's fine. I get it. But I don't know. I mean, so much, who knows what's real and what's not? Because guess what? These coaches, it's just like Lance Leipold. He's not going to give you an answer. He wants Oklahoma to watch as much film as they have to on both guys, right? And if you've um, ever heard Lance Leipold talk, he's a master of coach speak. Mm-hmm. Heck of a coach, but also yep. he has mastered some coach speak. Mm-hmm. So I you don't can know. tell he's been around the block a time. I mean, it could be, hey, uh, on that InstaFace thing that you have, can you put a countdown clock on? Because that <laughs> will really convince them. Who knows? I mean, really, who knows? We just don't. True Sooner says, love the way Brent takes shots at Lincoln's OU teams without mentioning Lincoln's OU teams, i.e. defensively we were really bad in a lot of areas before we got here. Oh, we're going to have some fun with Mule Shoe next hour with some new audio because really? they, they are absolutely – Wait, there's new audio? There's where new where audio. did the new audio come the, from? Well, <laughs> Bill Plaschke yesterday on the Dan Patrick Show just okay. tore the guy – I say, it's not Mule Shoe audio because right, yeah. he, he wasn't giving anybody any audio yesterday. I have, speaking of Instagram, something that Colin Cowherd posted a year ago on Instagram, which is looking back. A freezing cold take? Uh, it's it's really good. So just wait. Just wait. Okay, what else do we have? 615 listener. Odds mule shoe is at USC next year. I'm saying 60%. Even 50-50. Mm-hmm. Coin flip. Pick them. I mean, I wish I had an answer. I just, you know, I just don't know. Patrick says Clark Stroud rumored to be shopping Oklahoma City for jobs. Where do you find those rumors? I mean, I'm not saying you don't. It's not true, Patrick. I'm just wondering. Is Patrick the guy that lived on whatever floor of McCaslin that Maybe. was in the late 80s with Clark Stroud? I don't know. I'll send you the low. Patrick's going to say he's doing a little Ooh. stallion uh, Esque stuff for us. What's the guy's first name again? Connor. Connor Stallions. He's the Connor Stallion of this deal. He's out scouting for us. Uh, elsewhere on the text line, Trey Dissident says the defense saved the team once again. So whose fault is it the offense struggles? Play calling 
or the group of five quarterback? Uh-oh, Trey's Trey, back. Trey won't get off Dylan Gabriel, Trey's man. Trey's back on the negative train again. He's back. Look, they uh, it was not impressive offensively until they had to get it done, and they did. So it's very frustrating. Very frustrating. Oh, this is an amazing text from Cherokee Sooner. Muleshoe wants the Olympic flag football job. <laughs> that, ladies and Gosh. gentlemen, is going to be hard to beat today. Hall of Fame caliber tweet. Stroud not tweet, is trying text. out for the mass Singer is pretty good, too. <laughs> the Olympic flag football job. Oh, because obviously the running joke for years has been, well... Lincoln Riley could probably put together some dang good flag football teams because all he recruits is skill position guys. Guys, we're close, man. We nearly we nearly grabbed that flag there on that last play. Just missed it. You know, we were real close to grabbing it. Coach Prime will be at USC at this time next year. How about Coach Prime at Southern Cal? You want to talk about somebody that is tailor-made for the L.A. media market. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, if USC wants to – if they truly want the antithesis, antithesis, excuse me, of everything that Muleshoe is, that is Deion Sanders because he ain't shying away from the media. No, he's not. No, he's not. All right, uh, Mr. T sent us a link. Riley Files in 12 parts on Trojans at USA Today. Sounds like some good afternoon reading. That's an old thing. Is it old? Yeah. Okay. Oklahoma Johnny says, this is too funny. Exact same playbook as when Mule Shoe was MIA for Baylor Week in 2021. I remember thinking that taking a personal day, I'm like, somebody better be like on their deathbed, (laughs) you know, like like a pull the plug decision. You don't take a freaking (laughs) personal day. During the football season. That's what I was thinking. Man, somebody must be really sick. There must be a big decision. Yeah, the decision was I'm on the phone with Trace Lawrence talking about possible ways to get out of here. That's what it was. All right, thanks to Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We'll talk more Sooner football. What else? Next hour. Thank you, Timmy, and your company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Ah, yes. Let's jump into hour two. Hour number two presented by Oklahoma Generator. Check them out online at okgen.com or call 405-321-6631. They're family-owned and operated. Incredible customer service. That's what all the reviews say. They're Oklahoma's. Highest rated and longest operating Generac dealer currently offering new customer discounts and a free 10-year warranty with new installations. Is there any reason why the 1 o'clock hour, the headphones always feel like they're super crystal clear, clean, and there's a lot of noise before 1 o'clock? Or is that just me? It must be your monster energy wearing off. It may be. I don't know. I I mean, it always sounds like at 1 o'clock everything sounds crystal clear. I can talk better. And then everything, like from noon to one, sounds like, I don't know. Is there a difference? Are we on an air monitor or like a studio monitor? Do you switch anything? Nothing gets switched, Steely. Hmm. Maybe it's all in my head. Probably. Probably. All right. Um, So, again, the Sooners and KU, Oklahoma, 10-point favorite in this matchup. Next two weeks are critical. Look, you got to show up every week in college football. 
Uh, you know, last week was a prime example of that, right? Washington, you thought Michael Penix Jr. was never going to have a game where he didn't throw at least two or three touchdown passes, right? Now, last week, 15 points. 15 points. And then North Carolina, Drake May, Virginia. It's not like Virginia was doing anything. Horrible. Really bad football team. And they take down North Carolina. The Sooners survived. A little bit fortunate. But, again, they made the plays when they had to. And then again, last Saturday night was uh, just a another night that will live in infamy. It was absolutely. Do we have any uh, walls tumbling down music for USC? John Mellencamp available. Ah, yes. Yeah, 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 yes, USC, the walls are tumbling down. Now, before I get one of these first tweets, Steve Riley live rent-free in your head. Move on. (laughs) I got a couple of those, you know, Saturday night. Some guy was trying to be funny. You know, move on. You're a sad little man or whatever. Blocked, blocked. One guy put the stop it, Michael Jordan, one that always comes. Relevant Bob had to block him. More like irrelevant Bob now. And no longer relevant, Bob. One guy had – look, I'm not one of those that your, – your follower count doesn't matter to me, but this one guy, I guess it did because he had seven followers and had been on Twitter since 2013. Wow. So I decided you have to average at least one follower a year <laughs> to continue to tweet smack talk at me. So I said, okay, goodbye. Now I know that's very rude, but, it, you know, it's, it happens every time. There's going to be one here in three, two, one. Move on from Riley. Talk about our team. We just did for an hour. Here's Bill Plasky yesterday on the Dan Patrick Show. Bill Plasky, longtime columnist from the L.A. Times. Uh, he's been, what is it, around the horn forever. I think he's the senior member of Around the Horn now. But he destroyed Muleshoe's soul in a Sunday column, talking about how basically he's been a total flop. And here is part of the conversation, Bill Plasky, uh, talking to Dan Patrick yesterday and saying that Lincoln Riley has gone into, Muleshoe has gone into hiding mode. He's trying to hide the kids and he's trying to hide himself. And it's not working, not in this town. This town's too transparent. There's too much demand for accountability and there's too much for call for championships. You don't come here as the hottest coach in America and promise championships and don't deliver. Okay, so what's next here? Caleb can go to the pros and be gone with all of this. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, I've I've been saying out here that I think both of them could be gone. I mean, obviously, Caleb, Caleb the question with Caleb is, how long does he stick around this mess? I mean, if once they get out of the – well, if they lose to Washington or Oregon, they can't win a tra- Pathwell championship, why is he still playing for USC? Why doesn't he just take the rest of the year off? Because he's already the number one draft pick. All he can do is hurt himself. And you wonder how much Lincoln Riley wants to stick around for another rebuilding with another new quarterback. I can see them both going – I said this before. I can see them both going to the to like the Bears in a package deal. I can see both of them going pro. Well, yeah, well, well. That, Bill I feel Plasky. like I deserve a citation. <laughs> <laughs> he probably stole that from you, Parker Thune. He's probably listening right now. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think he stole it from me, but I think what we've been saying on this show for the last close to two years, Steely, mm-hmm. 
yeah. is now becoming a more prevalent theory amongst the national media. Do you think and he I has win- an underground bunker in that mansion somewhere? <laughs> like mypatriotsupply.com. You know, he ordered from them and he's got like a he's year. He's got 10 years worth of canned get, food. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Hard this tack. Here, yeah, here's this, though. Uh, pull up Cowherd one year ago with sound effects. Because this was, speaking of, yeah, I look at InstaFace, Insta, as Bill Belichick called it, Instagram. Insta. Personally, I think it's kind of mid myself. Oh, wait, I can't use that anymore. But this was Colin Cowherd one year ago, you know, when he was just smooching Muleshoe's backside every single day and trolling Oklahoma fans. And this is what he said just a little over a year ago. You know, this idea just popped into my head. I'm always looking for new podcasts. Why shouldn't I do a Saturday podcast on USC football? You know, make it about 20 weeks, talk about all their victories, Pac-10 titles with Lincoln Riley, recruiting five-star commitments. Easy to find a sponsor. They'd line up. I love recruiting elite talent. Hey, maybe you haven't been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal. <laughs> Shut up, dumbass. <clears throat> What a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> there you go. One year later, Colin Cowherd has left the meal shoe train. I think he jumped right off this week. I love it. Absolutely love it. All right, uh, 405-651-3439 on... The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. When you saw that come out yesterday, your reaction was? When I saw what come out? That Muleshoe wasn't going to be at his coach's show. Skipping the coach's show. Oh, I laughed. He always pushes Dennis. Dennis, hey, man. Dude, I'm not doing this. Get, no. You're going, Dennis. You're going. Mm -mm. Go. You go. You go. I'm not going. No chance. Poor Dennis yeah, Simmons, if, if man. If Clark Stroud is Muleshoe's lackey, then Dennis Simmons is Muleshoe's minion because he just gets assigned to do all of the things that Muleshoe doesn't want to do. Yeah. Golly. You, I mean, everything that we talked about, everything has come true. Squirrel from Norman, why would an NFL team desire Lincoln Riley as a head coach? Maybe an offensive coordinator, but a head coach? Again, I I go back to what I said yesterday. I do think there would be a rather significant market for Lincoln Riley's services as a head coach at the NFL level. Cliff Kingsbury got his ass fired and got an NFL job, bingo, right? And Mule Street did not get like, fired, but... If you are an elite... Highly respected offensive mind, and if nothing else, Muleshoe is that. Mm -hmm. Then there will always be an NFL team or two that is at least willing to give you a look because they. I I think the the line of thought would be, and the theory would be, you bring in Muleshoe to be your head coach and play caller. You can relieve him of the responsibility to coordinate everything else. For instance, hire a DC, 
manage the staff. Like you, you can your administration can handle all of the administrative mm-hmm. things. Yes, yeah, so you'd say rather hey, than letting you can coach, but don't you go. It, there's going to be a split hallway. All right, defense on one side. Oh, by the way, and your ass is coaching special teams too, or yeah. at least you're hiring a special teams coach. But you don't even set foot in any meeting that's defensive related. Yeah, right? well, like for instance, here's what Sean said: you don't hire your own staff in the NFL. The team does exactly, mm-hmm. and I think that's yep. the appeal. Yep, for Muleshoe, you hire him, you can build a staff around him, and you can exclusively have him responsible for calling your plays. And being the figurehead of your organization. Now, Muleshoe is the figurehead of your organization. Maybe that isn't as sterling as it was a few weeks back. Yeah, no doubt. But a lot of good texts rolling in. A lot of good texts rolling in. And, uh, you know, we've gotten a bunch of texts today, but now they're flying like they haven't yet. So people are still. Uh, they're interested in seeing this demise. It's kind of like the people, man, why do they keep showing Taylor Swift at the Chiefs games? Because they're drawing in about a million more viewers per telecast by doing that. And probably the cutaways amount to about maybe two minutes of airtime total. But right. believe me, they're, they're seeing viewership increases because, of that. you know, their people just tuned in to see Taylor Swift. A listener in Tennessee says, I'm sure he would prefer going back to being an OC, but doesn't want to give up the money and doesn't want to admit failure, the smug, small-minded narcissist. I don't like smug, small-minded narcissists, but... Sooner Smitty says, Muleshoe's strategy going forward is to get fired. His payout has to be astronomical. Ah. Interesting. 405. I see the Raiders hiring Muleshoe. They're just dumb enough. Another 405 listener. Muleshoe is Kingsbury 2.0. This experiment has been tried before and failed miserably. A 580 listener adds, Muleshoe is too soft to handle the media in an NFL market. (laughs) Yeah, and here's the deal. Uh, To a certain extent, you can, in a smaller market, at times... Try and control, you know, when press conferences happen. If they don't happen, you can even talk to some members of the media, maybe suggest that, you know, that was the wrong angle on a story. That can happen in places like Norman, Oklahoma. I'm not saying it's happened a lot, but it can happen. It can happen in Lincoln, Nebraska. It can happen in smaller where you're like in a hamlet, right? In L.A., a bigger market? No, they don't go, hey, man, you know what? That was a really bad question. We we would – Really, we would like you to, you know, think about rephrasing that next time or something. They're going to say, really? Kiss my ass, as they're going to say, <laughs> in a bigger market. It doesn't work that way. Oh, somebody on the text line said, Muleshoe seems to have the personality of a stick. Only an idiot would alienate the alumni and the donors. He, he may be a better yeah. fit for the NFL. Yeah, I, you had heard all this stuff that he doesn't uh, doesn't really get out and meet the donors. There Let's- was one, some big event that he missed that's basically mandatory for a USC coach to attend oh, yeah, that he the, didn't go to. Whatever of Troy yeah. dinner. Right. Didn't go to it. I mean, it's like me. I don't want to go to any weddings or anything either, but I do. Right? right? Let me make a comparison here. And I do not want this remotely interpreted as me comparing these two as football coaches. But do you think Bill Belichick would be a successful head coach in college football? No. 
because he's not personable. But he's right in his element in the NFL because he doesn't have to be personal. You know what's pretty funny, though, about Belichick? If you see him, like, on some of these features when he went fishing with Jimmy Johnson on some NFL films deal or whatever, um, he actually has a pretty good sense of humor and tends to enjoy himself. Muleshoe just wants to be left alone, I think. Like, I, I just want to coach. That's it. You know, by the way, not going to the coaches show tonight, Dennis. No, don't, <laughs> don't, don't talk back to me, Dennis. You're going. Uh-uh. I ain't going. You see what Plasky wrote? No way I'm going. All right, let's take a break right here. Thank you again to our second-hour sponsor, Oklahoma Generator, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, Mike Steely, Parker Thune. More on the Sooners matchup with KU. We'll hear some more Brent Venables audio as well. All that coming up next. Microwave ovens, custom kitchen deliveries. But they wanted to be able to play the guitar and learn how to play them drums so they could get the chicks, right? It's the whole song. All right, welcome back. Mike Seely, Parker Thune with you here on this Tuesday edition of uh, Steel Man and Thune here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Radio Network. All right, right before we get back to the text line, any recruiting updates? What's going on with EPL? What's going on mm-hmm. with EPL? Mm-hmm. We uh, expected an edit by now. Did we? I mean, yes. The timeline I put on it last Monday, or last Tuesday, I guess, was seven to ten days. Okay. So we get to we we get to Friday and nothing pops. Then okay, we'll reevaluate. But still like Oklahoma for EPL. I do worry that and his camp is being very very quiet. I know some things and there are some things I don't know. But I do wonder if not being able to get to Oklahoma for the visit this past weekend kicks back the timeline. All in all though, I have heard/been told nothing to make me doubt where OU stands in Eddie Pierre Louis recruitment. Reggie Powers happens when? I will say this. I am willing to bet he is your next commit. There you go. And Grant Bricks? Well, I, I'm going up to Lamar's Iowa on Friday to watch him. So, Dude, you've made so many trips to Iowa. I You're know. Like the I know. Joe Far Jackson, more trips man. to Iowa than I would prefer to make. Coming out of the cornfield, just... Man, they... They love you in the state of Iowa. Lamar's Iowa, which is – when I tell you it's in the middle of nowhere, Steely, that's in northwest Iowa. You know you know what there is in northwest Iowa? Corn? Nothing. Hmm. Nothing. I'm not even sure there's that much corn. You might see a UFO or something since there's Honestly, not much Honestly, yeah, I was about there. to say, that is UFO territory. If there is a geographical region in the United States that might be designated UFO territory, Northwest Iowa certainly fits the bill. There you go. All right, back to the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. E. Freaky from Illinois says, Parker, the people need to know the situation with 25 tight end recruiting. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. I totally forgot to bring that up, but there's some news there. New offer. Mm Mm-hmm. And? Are you familiar with this kid? It's a Lincoln, he should be, right? Because I, I've actually mentioned him on this show before. I love Lincoln Cure. I love his junior film, and he has an amazing name. 
He is clearly made to be a Sooner. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't commit to Oklahoma, something's wrong with his medulla oblongata. His name is Lincoln Cure, six foot six tight end from Goodland, Kansas. I say tight end. He actually plays wide receiver, and if you watch the film, I'm not entirely convinced. I know he's six six. I'm not entirely convinced he's not a wide receiver at the next level. His film is exceptional, and. I think I would go so far as to say, Steely, that he is my man crush for the 2025 Why did class. it take Oklahoma so long to offer the kid? A lot of the other, uh, some pretty big names had offered before OU. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they feel good about where they stand with Nate Roberts. They feel good about where they stand with Desan Brain. And I've brought up Trene Washington in the past as well. If you end up getting that kid, what does he play at Oklahoma? He plays mostly tight I think he projects as a tight end but if you have Roberts and Brame in your class eventually you almost have to well you got to find a spot from one way or the other does he become a linebacker at that point yeah well the Sooners next All-American tight end is going to be Devon Mitchell though right I would hope so I think many would hope so kid looks like he looks like a a can't miss prospect absolutely from the 605, Lamar's should be right up your alley, Parker. The ice cream capital of the world. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that where Blue Bunny is headquartered, if I'm not mistaken? I could be dead I wrong. don't know. I know. I, Iowa isn't really your... I mean, you do have enough random facts rolling around in your I brain, though. I did go that... to uh, Clear Lake and saw the, uh, the surf ballroom where Buddy Holly played his last show with Richie Valens and the Big Bopper. When we made a trip, when my wife was having open-heart surgery at uh, Mayo Clinic on the way, I saw Clear Lake, Clear Lake, Iowa. We're stopping. You know, and we went to the surf ballroom, which is really cool because it's preserved just as it was when Buddy Holly played his last ever show. Really? The day the music died. Yes. And the plane crash was later that evening. You know who won the coin flip? Waylon Jennings. I guess he lost the coin flip, and Richie Valens won the coin flip, which wasn't winning at all because you went down in the wreckage. So, anyway. A-Train on the text line says. (laughs) Did you say Bad Bunny is located in Iowa? Blue Bunny. No, not Bad Bunny. A-Train says Parker is going to contract corn lung as many times as he's been there. Corn lung? I didn't know what corn lung is. Is this a thing or is this a joke? It sounds like a joke. But now I have to Google it. Corn lung. Please tell me this is not a real thing. Huh. Popcorn lung. It apparently doesn't have anything to do with corn, though. Hmm. It's a danger. Uh, First thing that comes up is from the American Lung Association. Popcorn lung, a dangerous risk of flavored e-cigarettes. Well, I'm not partaking of flavored e-cigarettes. So. You haven't broken out your jewel in the last couple months, as far as I know. So, Realtor Chris says they should write a song about that, The Day the Music Died. The, the, uh, there is a really good, I think it's on Hulu, Don McLean's, uh goes back to the surf ballroom on the anniversary. Was it the 50-year anniversary? I'm trying to remember. Um, but he went back, and it's it's really good. It's really good. So, yeah. Everybody can sing the uh, the lyrics of that song, at least uh, 
You know, most of it. Puerto Rican Sooner says, Mule Shoe is an alien. That's why he wants to hide from any event in the media. Maybe. Have we ever seen Mule Shoe shirtless? No. Dry fit. Remember, What's he, was... he hiding under there? What a great game that was Saturday night. For the pig farming quarterback to run 26 yards to set up the game-winning field goal for Utah was classic Mule Shoe Alex. Yeah, Grace. and now now we can make jokes about Mule Shoe losing to a Lowe's cashier, and they're not jokes. <laughs> That's true. They're not even jokes. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Kyle Whittingham, you know what he did? He pretty much took Mule Shoe's heart, showed it to him right before he ended his career at USC. Maybe. All right, 405-651-3439. Uh, anything else we need to get? Let's get one more in. There's a lot of choices. A lot of choices. That's a good one. You know what's funny? Here's a text from Zane in Tulsa. You know what's funny? Muleshoe thought he was going to have it easy at USC. Easy recruiting with less attention from the media than Oklahoma. Instead, he's getting more negative media attention with less fan support. I can at least admit Muleshoe would be fantastic in coaching horseshoes and hand grenade throwing tournaments. So close. Pretty good, Zane. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, A-plus right there. Very nice. All right, let's break right here. 405-651-3439 on the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Don't forget, if you're 40 or older and you're having uh, issues with your eyesight, let me introduce you to the new LASIK. Very simply, it is lens replacement, and lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leaves patients needing reading glasses again or adjusting to monovision. Lens replacement can eliminate the need for additional eyewear, those glasses, after your surgery. And the best part of the whole deal with lens replacement, no need. You'll never require a cataract surgery. Lens replacement with the new LASIK, it's a major leap forward in vision correction, so if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. Coming right back. You know, this idea just popped into my head. I'm always looking for new podcasts. Why shouldn't I do a Saturday podcast on USC football? You know, make it about 20 weeks. Talk about all their victories, Pac-10 titles with Lincoln Riley. Recruiting five-star commitments easy to find a sponsor they'd line up i love recruiting elite talent hey maybe you haven't been keeping up on current events but we just got our asses kicked pal <laughs> shut up dumbass <clears throat> what a bunch of dumbasses <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> you know how you can tell that later. colin cowherd does not pay any attention to college football how's that he called Watching it the Pac-10. He did. That's right. Yes, He's he did. He's still living in 2009. That was the uh, Instagram post on it. was Instagram story, I believe. But he's smoking a cigar, and he's clearly just taunting the OU fans. Just taunting the OU fans. One year later, it appears that good is leading evil late in the fourth quarter, and it's like 49 to nothing. Well, I don't want to mention that. It's like 42 to nothing. 
evil wrote good off, good didn't write back. Hey, <laughs> I like. What about uh, Travis Davidson's theory on uh, Alex Grinch? He says Alex Grinch has been kept on to be the fall guy and pro- and protect Lincoln Riley's NFL prospects. NFL GMs will forget all three of his defensive coordinators will have had the same issues. What do you think? Well, hey, man, it was Alex. He's a friend of mine, but, uh, you, you know. Mule, she would sell somebody out, right? Oh, of course he I would. Mean, He'd throw no somebody doubt. under the bus. He'd have no problem in doing so. The, I, I think the thing is, though, what makes more sense, the way I look at it, is Mule Shoe just leaves rather than firing Alex Grinch. Because in firing Alex Grinch, Mule Shoe would have to admit that he was wrong. Well, not and only do narcissists that, do that? But the thing, I, I think, again, the point on Travis, I think he's saying that, well, Lincoln, what happened? You know, you guys had a great offense. Well, you know, Alex was a friend of mine. And, you know, he just, that's straight out of the Mule Shoe playbook, right? I need to advance, and whoever I need to run over along the way or disappoint, that's fine. He completely committed a felony against the state and the university. You don't turn your back on Bob Stoops when he's giving you the keys to the kingdom. When you cry at your initial press conference, crocodile tears more than likely, straight out of the Lee Strausberg Acting Academy or whatever. I mean, come on. Anyway. Oh, you got a text, Steely. They're texting. I, I turned the volume back up. My bad. So, anyway. Always have a fall guy. Yeah. Well, I here's the thing. Mule Shoe is the Raymond have- Reddington of coaches, except he doesn't have the guts to. No, Mule Shoe is not the Raymond Reddington of coaches. Okay, who that is, is he? Not, that is not a sufficient. Raymond guy. Reddington will shoot somebody if he has to. Now, Mule Shoe will have somebody else shoot somebody while he hides. Right? Yes, exactly. Mule Shoe is, gosh, I, I don't even know who you could compare him to. But if you're stashing a fall guy, if you're constantly keeping a fall guy on hand, what is that rooted in? Insecurity. You don't keep a fall guy around if you're confident that you're going to get done, that you're going to accomplish what you set out to accomplish. You only need a fall guy if there's a fall to take. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a fall guy? No. Why not? You're secure? Yes, I'm perfectly I mean, secure. around here, if you were picking a fall guy, who would it be? Drake or somebody? Would we pick Drake as our fall mm-hmm. guy? Who would I have no problem throwing under the bus? <laughs> Everybody's too likable around here. You can't. There's no fall I guy know. here. I'm I'm looking around the office and I don't see anyone that I would throw under the bus. No, there there's really nobody. Not at all. Maybe Teddy. I'd throw Teddy under the bus. Teddy would throw you into the next county if I, you made the, it and his the only fall reason, guy. Well, yeah, and the only reason I would throw Teddy under the bus is because I know Teddy could handle it. He's been there, done that. Yeah. You know, the Ted- bus would go right over Teddy and he'd stand back up. <laughs> Oh, what a classic. Big Rich in OKC says, pipsqueak balding sand aggie. This is great, by the way. Dan in Madison, Mississippi says, mule shoe is Barney Fife. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I really didn't expect to get into this much mule shoe today. I really didn't. But, hey, 
There you go. Do, 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 do. Born um, and bred sand Aggie, says Blacktop Billy. There's always fall guys in the CIA plans, says mm-hmm. Blue of Green Country. Yep. Always have a fall guy. That's what Lee Majors said. That'll be over Mr. Thune's head, says Jason and Garland. Yes, that's an old, uh, I think that was in 80s. The uh, bionic, the bionic man, the six million dollar man, was seventies. I believe that might have been in early eighties. The fall guy, Big Rick and Owasso says, in a world of of kielbasas, mule shoe is a Vienna sausage. <laughs> the old Vienna sausage. You ever had one? A Vienna sausage? Mm-hmm. I can't say that I have. The Not liquid that surrounds the Vienna sausage in that can has got to be pure evil. It's got to be involved in some kind of evil ritual where you drink that. Montana Sooner says if he lies about people breaking into his house and threatening his kids when he took the USC job, he'll lie about anything. Sooner Boone says, what do you think the uppers at USC are thinking about Mule Shoe missing his press conference after last year when he missed OU's? They're, they're starting to I'd- see the truth. If I'm the USC athletic director, I'm demanding a doctor's note from Mule Shoe. Yes. Be like, I want to know you're actually sick. He's probably got a fake doctor somewhere, though. Mm, right? That's a good point. You know, knowing him, hey, man. Clark, can you pose as a doctor? Probably probably has that. All right, 405-651-3439. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We might as well run with the the text because they keep piling up. Blue of Green Country says, if Muleshoe stays at USC, does he hire a new D.C. or just bring in a guy like Gary Patterson to ride the ship? I mean, if he's staying at SC, there's no way Grinch can be back. I mean, they'll basically say, you've got to get – he's got to go, right? I feel as though even if Muleshoe doesn't want to part with Alex Grinch at season's end – USC is going to make the executive decision to part with Alex Grinch at season's end. And it'd be interesting to see how Muleshoe deals with the aftermath because, once again, Grinch is his fall guy, as Travis suggested. So if you take the fall guy out of the equation and all of a sudden you're the guy in line to take the fall, what do you do? You you better, uh, if they ask you to do it, you better do it. Mule shoe because they do they might have OJ on the payroll so be very careful. Somebody said, "Do you think the SC uppers are now referring to him as Mule Shoe?" <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he leaves? <laughs> there will be like so many of those shake hands emojis between OU and USC fans. I do, know. Do you, think be... could, you think they could make up? Actually, oh yes, there will be an incredible amount of reconciliation. I believe. Muleshoe, if nothing else, he has the opportunity to be a unifying force between the OU fan base and the USC fan base. That's true. They can all unite in the hatred of that weasel. What was the Aggie nickname for USC yesterday? Did we did we mention that? Did you mention that? Uh, there was there was somebody that texted in because you know you have the Sand Aggies, you have which is Texas Tech, obviously. Right. Bible Aggies, Baylor. Yeah. Or, and what do they call TCU? 
I don't know. Some Longhorn fan, if we have a Longhorn The crack fan, Aggies? Man, who knows? But I've never heard Sand Aggies until this year. But And I think that's great for uh, Tech. Hey, everything runs through Lubbock. No, it doesn't. Smog Aggie. Smog. <laughs> 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 Avocado Toast Aggies. Yeah, there you yeah, go. That's, that's what it. it was. They're very nice. Avocado Toast Aggies. LaDonna yeah. from Lubbock says, you guys seriously make my day. LaDonna, you, uh, you are a great, great uh, covert spy out there in the land of the Sand Aggies doing God's work for the Sooner Nation. So bless your heart. <clears throat> Why is my voice cracking today? Sugar Shannon Newcastle says, Mule Shoe's cringy intro video with the cheerleaders was the exact moment I realized he was going to flop worse than he did at Oklahoma. They paid us to take him. Amazing. There you go. Yeah. All right. Let's break right here. 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. Somebody's asked me, why is this never ending and why is the hatred for Mule Shoe run so deep? I will try and answer that. I will try and answer that when we get back, and we'll get some more of your texts, all right? We'll try and move away from Mule Shoe tomorrow. I promise. Maybe only 8% of the show. Maybe. Stay with us. All right, we are back. Good times will be had this weekend. That's the new jingle. Good times are happening every day, every night at Riverwind, Friday night. Big time promotional drawing, the 80K Friday Night Frights promotional drawing happening Friday night. Get out there and win your share of $80,000 in cash and bonus play. Saturday night is going to be big as well. They've got the 20K Festival of Fright promotion. That drawing is happening Saturday night. Win your share of $20,000 in cash and bonus play. They're giving away on Saturday night. And they also have the Ghostly Good Time Costume Contest. You could win $500 in bonus play by having a big-time costume that is judged to be big-time because it's going to be a big-time weekend at Riverwind Casino. Also on Friday night, Rodney Carrington in concert, two shows at the Showplace Theater, 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. We just uh, wrapped up another great Beats and Bites season with a great show uh, last Sunday night with the Gin Blossoms and Tonic. And again, this Friday night, two shows with Rodney Carrington. On uh, the 27th, which is Friday night, 7 and 10 p.m. In November, Aaron Lewis, Flatland Cavalry, Justin Moore. In December, Pete Davidson, December 3rd. Those tickets are on sale now, just in case you didn't know. Riverwind.com or at the Casino Box Office. Also in December, Lee Bryce, Ron White in Midland. Boys to Men, comedian Joe Coy in January. And in February, Scotty McCreary with many more to come. All right, I don't think I have time to do the dissertation on why the anger cuts so deep. Most of you know why, but maybe tomorrow on the Mule Shoe deal. 405-651-3439. We're trying to catch up on every text today. Trying. Blacktop Billy says, I'm convinced that Joe C. is the hero in all of this. Thanks, Joe, for getting rid of Mule Shoe and bringing back BV. Joe C. is the mob boss. He's always in control. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That man, um, we need that man to uh, to stay around for like 50 years. you think that's possible? I don't know about 50. Advances in medicine or something. Can we clone him right now? So you're going to have Joe C. AI or something? Freeze him in carbonite like Han Solo? Yeah, why not? That dude has been amazing. Yeah. Well, and... What happens when you double-cross the mob boss? 
Mule Shoe's finding out the hard way. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He was Mo Green. Joe in Tulsa says, guys, I don't think Grinch is the biggest problem. To me, it is the culture and the strength and conditioning. That was our slow downfall from 2017 to 21. First three years was playoffs, and by the fifth, didn't even win the Big 12. Even our offensive line got weaker. It's USC's strength coach, which falls on Mule Shoe's philosophy. Yes, Benny Wiley and the mm-hmm. Kettlebells yep. are not a popular act out in Los Angeles. No, and Jerry Schmidt and the Badasses, a real <laughs> strong thrash metal group, they're very popular. I like Jerry Schmidt and the Big Dogs better. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I like that. You Remember when uh, they were like, wait a minute, they're bringing in somebody to replace Jerry Schmidt. They are bringing in somebody to replace Jerry Schmidt. What? Stupid. I mean, basically, you go from Schwarzenegger to Jazzercise or sweating with the oldies pretty much. And guess what? The team got wimpier. They did. Because uh, when Benny Wiley comes in with a collection of Tony Horton DVDs under either <laughs> arm, you see what happens. Oh, so Slick good. Sooner says, Mule Shoe stock is dropping like it's Black Monday circa 1987. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the O-line has been horrible this year for uh, USC. Caleb's been running for his life. He can't. He can't rescue every single game. He's rescued a few, including one in Lawrence, Kansas, a few years back. The give-me-that-ball-Kennedy-Brooks game when the Sooners were about to lose there, right? It was happening. Somebody in the 918 asks, has anyone bought Mule Shoes Old Home yet? I don't know that anyone has, but... Is that like living in a haunted house, though? Yeah, when it does get purchased, it should just be condemned immediately. That'd be like buying the Amityville Horror House or something, you know? Uh, from the 918. It won't be Grinch. It'll be the strength and conditioning or offensive line coach. Their line is soft. Yeah. Sam in Tulsa mm-hmm. says, Mule shoe hate is justified and appreciated. Another another Green Country listener says, Remember, he is in Hollywood. He probably has a makeup team to disguise him so as not to be seen when he sneaks off for those NFL interviews. What percentage do you put on him being in the NFL next year? What do you think the percentage is for you right now? It's greater than 50%. Okay. I would say 60-40 he's an NFL head coach next year. I mean, they're going to lose two. They're going to lose two more. At least two more, right? They're not beating Oregon. Mm -hmm. They're not beating Washington. They'll probably beat Cal. They might not beat UCLA. Steelers. UCLA's playing they some defense, They could be 7-5. and five. Now, that game's at the Coliseum, but 7-5 oh, and five in Shreveport <laughs> would be 7-5 and five in Shreveport would be the perfect end. Oh, man. What are they calling the Steely, ball in Shreveport Steely, now? Steely would probably make the trek to Shreveport just to cackle from the cheap seats. Statler and Waldorf vibes. What is the uh, – is it still – are they just calling – what is the uh, the sponsor? The, the, for the Independence Bowl? Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. I've got no reason to care about the Independence Bowl these days. With Mules, you'll be welcome to the Tampax Independence Bowl <laughs> here in Shreveport, featuring Mules against James Madison. <laughs> oh, man. This Tennessee listener says, what was with the club music during his post-game press conference? Did you see that where he's, I heard, what is he's it? trying to do the presser and yeah. the Utah 
They're uh, singing what Utah Man or whatever their song is. No, it's Many Men. That was it. That's that's the song that they were bumping right on the other side of the wall, which just speaks to how bad the facilities are at USC. Dude, that on his own home field, he's doing a press conference where you can barely hear the band because the opponent mm-hmm. is rocking out in the locker room. Doesn't it? Right his, across the uh, hall. His little uh, cubicle looks pretty good, though, that he's got there in the co- – he went from the Taj Mahal to basically a trailer. I mean, he is making $10 million a year, but, you know. USC to the Pop-Tarts Bowl, yes, that would be good, too. Please. All right, we got to get out of here. I Even I think it was too much mule shoe today, but it just kind of snowballed on the text line. All right, thank you to our friends at Riverwind Casino. Don't forget the 80K Friday Night Frights final drawings. Get out there this Friday night, win your share of $80,000 in uh, cash and bonus play. 20K Festival of Fright, Saturday night, and a ghostly good time costume contest as well. We'll see you.